Welcome to Bible and Stuff, a podcast about the Bible and stuff. I'm Glenn. And I'm Tanner. And today we are in our final episode of the year of 2021. Man, has it been a heck of a year. Yeah, <laughs> it has. Um, yeah, it's a final episode. We're going to take a three-week break, I think, after this. I don't know. We'll be back in January, however many weeks that is. Yeah. I'm not looking at a calendar. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, and so we want to take this opportunity to kind of assess, kind of assess a little bit about where we've been this year, what we've been thinking through and working on, and then talk about where we're going next year. And so something that's happened behind the scenes with us is we've done a lot of processing really all year. It's been a long process <laughs> um, to figure out where we're going, what we're trying to accomplish, what we want to do with this podcast, but more so with Bible and stuff as a company. And so we kind of want to unpack that today. We want to talk about what we think that future looks like. We want to talk about why we've chosen that direction or really just refined the direction we were going. Th- we've just kind of moved the guardrails in a little bit to make things clearer, to make the path forward uh, less confusing <laughs> or, yeah. or less less all over the place and, and sharper uh, so that it makes more sense when someone sees us and, and ha- gets a grasp for who it is that we are and what we're trying to do. I think some of you have maybe already seen some of the cha- some of these changes kind of coming into play. Like Tanner said, we're we're defining them more, but depending on how long you've been with us, we've gone through a series of different changes. I mean, when we started out, we had we had articles that we were writing alongside the podcast. We we were working on videos. I don't I don't know that we actually got any out at that point. Then we changed gears. We had this focus on the Bible, theology, and Christian history. And then somewhere in the mix of that, we started to, to stray away from the Christian history aspect of it. Not, not so much that we're not going to talk about it, but mm-hmm. those three things we started to, to kind of form out of. And really a lot within the past, I don't know, four or five months, we've just ha- been having this pull towards a focus on both the head and the heart, meaning we want to be filled with this knowledge and and. I don't know, feel more well-rounded in our mm-hmm. understanding of God and the Bible uh, and theology and Christian history in some means. But we also want to make sure that we ourselves and our listeners are taking that information and doing something with it. Um, we're not becoming arrogant fools just spouting off things, but we're actually being changed because of what we're learning. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if you just look at the podcast at face value, it, I guess it's an educational podcast. We'd never really refer to it as that, but that is the structure of it. Like we're trying to learn things ourselves, first of all, and then turn around and kind of bring people along in that process. And so I th- I think you, you're right on it. Like we, we want to affect the head. We want to do that education part, but we also want to make sure we don't just end up being smart jerks. Um, (laughs) and so we want to affect the heart. And I think something that's continued to come up this year, that's helped us narrow down and chip away some of the rough edges of who we are and what we're trying to do is asking that question of, okay, what's the best way to do that? Mm -hmm. If we want people 
to engage their head and their heart toward Jesus, how do we do it? And so we landed on the idea of spiritual disciplines yeah. being this kind of uh, heartbeat for us. Like let's let's lean into the spiritual disciplines. So let's let's start there. Okay. <laughs> I think that I grew up in the South. You grew up in New Hampshire. You can tell me if this feels true for you up there or if this is more of a Bible Belt thing. But I feel like people just assume that everyone or that that all Christians have de- developed strong spiritual disciplines. <laughs> and it's just, to me, my personal experience and the people that I know, I don't think it's true. Like you and yeah. me have had some conversations behind the scenes. This is some of the stuff that maybe we don't talk about <laughs> on the podcast. But I've seen some like hot take tweets that kind of call out uh, quiet times or uh, spiritual disciplines, possibly by other names, and pin, pit them against evangelism or pit them against uh, involvement in a local church. And to me, my first thought is, I think you're assuming that all these people have a quiet time because sure. I don't think they do. And the, yeah. so w- what I say about growing up in the South is, it, to me, it falls very much in line with the way that most of the people, and it's becoming less so culturally, but still a large majority of people are in the South are just going to say they're a Christian. Whether they really live that out or not, um, whether they even go to church or not, it just is kind of the default for people that grow up here. That's their experience. It's like, yeah, I mean, we're Baptist or we're Methodist or whatever, or my whole family's gone to this church since before I was born. Um, so sure, I'm a Christian. Now, they may completely fall apart after that if you ask more questions and not really know how to answer it, but it's just what you say. And so I feel like quiet time falls into that that realm of... If you start talking about it, people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I have a quiet time. That's, you know, reading your Bible and praying. But I don't think they really do. Mm. Uh, maybe once a week, maybe once a month, maybe they go through their New Year's resolution and they do great on it for a week and a half. And then it all kind of falls apart. And, I, and I'll be honest, for a lot of my life, I have fallen into that that same exact category. Just been the guy I like to present. Well, we've talked about this a bunch, um, but. I want to look better than I am. So yeah, it's easy for me to be like, uh, to, to fall into saying, sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I read my Bible regularly by all means. Um, uh, even when I don't, uh, or I pray regularly when I definitely don't. Um, then I've had good seasons of those things too. But so that's the first challenge I have toward the, the hot takes that we've seen and talked about. But then on the other end of things, I, I think it's crazy to feel the need to pit spiritual disciplines against something yeah. like evangelism or against something like church involvement or, right. or you know, right. faithfulness you to both. a local church. <laughs> you need both, but also yeah. it also shouldn't the Bible and prayer make people more motivated to evangelize or more motivated to gather with God's people in the local church. Yes. There are people who say, Oh, I got my Bible. It's just between me and Jesus. And they're wrong. First of all, again, I doubt those people actually read their Bible. 
I do. I doubt it. And uh, yeah, there's going to be some exceptions to every rule. Are you giving your own hot take on hot takes? This is a hot take. Yes, (laughs) this is a hot take on hot takes. Uh, It's a steaming hot take, uh, which is, I try not, I try to avoid hot takes, but we're going in today. So one, I doubt those people actually read their Bible. And two, if they do, they're getting it wrong. So maybe that fear, I think that we see bubbling up in those hot takes uh, against strong personal spiritual disciplines is misguided. I think if someone does those things rightly, does those things well, does those things in community with other believers, they keep them in check when maybe they twist something the wrong way, that should only lead to better, stronger, more fully formed disciples. So, yeah. I kind of went down a rant rabbit trail <laughs> <a> there, <laughs> but but all, all for say, a reason. Yeah. Yes. All that to say, we have kind of sharpened our focus as a company, as a podcast. But again, we're trying to build out other things around this show that says, hey, if these are the things we want to do and we've wanted to do them the entire time, we've just kind of toyed around with different ways of doing it. Let's really press into this category of spiritual disciplines and drive them home and help people develop where I think a lot of us struggle and just don't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Because we think that the results that we're looking for aren't in somewhere else, but are actually through developing these spiritual disciplines well and doing them rightly. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. And, and yeah, so that unveiling the curtain now, that is the direction (laughs) that we are headed. Uh, We want to have a strong focus on spiritual disciplines so that we are ourselves uh, being able to, to grow and learn together with you and, and become fully formed disciples um, and I, I don't, I don't know how much we've mentioned this yet, but we want to use all of that to be a resource for the church, for your family. Uh, and then for you as an individual, there, there are a lot of different aspects to spiritual discipline. And we've said this before. We think the church is a good, a good thing. You should go to church. You should be in community mm-hmm. and you should find discipleship there, but we want to be a resource to help with that. Yeah. So yeah, let's take an aside to talk about what all this looks like practically. One, we've known for a long time, we can't make this a viable business just being a podcast. So then the question is, okay, what, what kind of business are we and what other things are we going to produce and provide that are worth something to people? Yeah. And so we kind of decided, I think we're a resource company. And what kind of, what do we want these resources to accomplish? And you've already said it, we want to make fully formed disciples. Mm -hmm. But then that immediately begs the question of like, okay, hold on. Isn't the church supposed to make fully formed disciples? To which we would say, yes and amen. We are not trying to replace the church. But something our experience has taught us, we were both involved uh, in a church plant for a long period of time. And then we've been heavily involved in other churches throughout our lives before and after. And something that's very apparent is all churches can't produce every possible resource 
needed right. for their people on their own. Yeah, I mean, you're it, limited it, in, in your, your own capability to create these things. Yeah, I mean, some of these places have one staff member who, like, is responsible for a million things. He can't then produce content for, you know, telling you how to, how to, telling you practically how to be better at reading your Bible, telling you practically how to develop a stronger prayer life, telling you practically how to prioritize fellowship with other believers, not to mention things like stewardship and rest and fasting and all these other things. He can't be personally accountable to make all of these things on his own. Now, certainly through the preaching of the word, he should cover all of those topics, but there is a place for studies and digging into particular passages of scripture more than you would just on a Sunday morning. And so those are the kinds of areas that we're stepping into and hoping to be able to create things that are useful to the churches, but also, as you said, can be useful to families and even individuals. Yeah, so we do want to provide uh, some of those resources and be able to help assist some of those churches who don't have the capability to do it on their own. Uh, and, and like we, maybe we haven't said this, but we want to keep Bible and stuff, the podcast going. That is not something that's going to go away by any means. And it, it in and of itself could be a resource at points um, yeah. for, for the church. But we also want to go beyond that. There yes. are things that we want to do. Uh, well, and we should, we should say that although we will make some resources that, like I said, we hope are valuable and therefore means you will have to pay for. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, that's not the plan for the podcast. The podcast right. will stay free, ad supported, tip supported, that kind of thing. But yeah, we will be making other things that we think you can then go deeper into. We keep things intentionally pretty surface level on the show, and that's all by design, but we also know that we don't just want you to stay there. We want you to put deeper roots in a lot of these topics, in a lot of these things that we talk about. And so we want to help produce guides and things like that that help you do that. So I think our first step... Uh, going towards this into the new year is going to be for our podcast itself to just simply be talking about spiritual disciplines. Like yep. what are they? Uh, why are they important? How do we use them? Uh, like what, what is the benefit to all of it? We want to talk through those things first uh, to get us and our listeners prepared for where we're going moving forward. Yeah, well, and so let, let's take a minute. I, I, I wanted to use part of this podcast as a bit of an intro to spiritual disciplines, how we've kind of narrowed in on this, why we're excited about it. And I'll start by saying we've kind of jokingly been open and seriously, depending on which episode you listen to maybe, about the fact that we do not see ourselves as experts. We do not see ourselves as having arrived and we're just trying to, to tell you all the things that we already know. Um, but but we, we have this joke that this whole thing is a ploy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for us to force ourselves to, to learn stuff we want to learn. And really, this new focus on spiritual disciplines isn't any different One thing we've learned through this show is there's so much room for us to grow 
in personal spiritual disciplines of Bible reading, prayer, and fellowship. Um, I think about a big turning point this year uh, was when we had Jen Wilkin on because Jen's great. Also, I feel like we, I mean, just curtain completely open. We got a listener bump at that point too, because it's Jen freaking Wilkin. Um, <laughs> and like that, that's kind of a, a roller coaster that we've continued to see go up through the rest of the year, which obviously we're really excited about. But content wise, that episode meant a lot for us and did a lot for us. And one of the things I struggled with as I was preparing for that episode was, okay, I know in theory (laughs) that the law is to the believer a means of grace. I know that the law is supposed to be something that we delight in now. And so Jen kind of helped us unlock that when she said this quote, the law Though it hung over us in judgment before we were in Christ, it, that now this is just me. It, it showed us right. The law is kind of this uh, MRI that says, "Listen, this is the sickness because you can't uphold this thing that you're supposed to uphold." Now back to Jen. That now lies beneath us as the path that points to righteousness. So now on the other end of things, that we're not trying to earn God's favor by our own discipline. Right. Now that we've experienced grace, the law actually becomes the path that points us to more grace, right? So these, these laws, these rules, these commandments actually show us how to experience God's grace to a greater extent, right? God is saying, hey, when you when y'all don't murder each other, things go a lot better. <laughs> when yeah. you when you don't commit adultery, things go a lot better. Like I these are good rules. These are these rules are a means of grace on our life that help us avoid a large amount of pain and strife. And so that was a big shift for me. I think I knew that in theory beforehand, but it, it, it got that working in my mind consistently. It was just something that kept coming back up and back up. Another quote that I wanted to kind of talk about is David Mathis in his book, Habits of Grace, which is all about spiritual disciplines, explains spiritual disciplines this way. He says, I can flip a switch, but I can't provide the electricity. I can turn on a faucet, but I don't make the water flow. There would be no light and no liquid refreshment without someone else providing it. And so it is for the Christian with the ongoing grace of God. His grace is essential for our spiritual lives, but we don't control the supply. We can't make the favor of God flow, but he has given us circuits to connect and pipes to open expectantly. These are paths along which he has promised his favor. Our God is lavish in his grace. He is free to liberally dispense his goodness without even the least bit of cooperation and preparation on our part. And he often does. But he also has his regular channels and we can routinely avail ourselves of those revealed paths of blessings or neglect them to our detriment. Mm. Now, I know sometimes when people start reading a quote like that, I check out. So let me put that in in different words. It is not up to us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and earn God's favor. But as Christians who freely receive his grace, and as David said, sometimes without any effort, 
get his grace poured on us. He has also, though, established channels through which he plans to show us more grace and more favor. And that's things such as Bible reading, being in his word. That is how God wants to show you his grace. Prayer, being able to talk to the creator of the universe is a means of grace through which God wants to bless us. Being around and involved with and on mission with the people of God is a means of grace. And if you've ever had a loving, healthy church family and then gone through a difficult time personally and seen those people surround you and love on you, like you know all these things to be true. You've been reading your Bible and had that moment where you just feel more loved than you have in a long time because God's uh, Christ's sacrifice or God's grace hits you in a new way. You've been in those moments of prayer where maybe you're crying out to God and you feel an amount of peace that you haven't felt uh, in a while or ever. Like all these things we kind of know to be true, but unfortunately there's that word in there of spiritual disciplines, discipline. It takes us showing up in order for us to receive that grace. Again, he can do it and sometimes does do it without any effort on our part. But he also calls us to train ourselves in godliness to serve and worship him and press in intentionally with discipline in order to experience more grace. Yeah, I, and I think to that last point as well, spiritual disciplines, yes, grace is a huge part of that uh, and is going to be a major focus. But I think also and this is almost saying the same thing, but we also get to know God more uh, through these aspects of spiritual discipline, through reading our Bible, through intentional prayer, through being in community with other believers who will challenge what we are reading and thinking uh, and learning about God. All of those things help us grow closer to him and give us a better leg to stand up on when we are being Christians, exemplifying who Christ is uh, and what he's called us to do. And I think one of the things for me that I'm seeing more and more is these are the tools that we can use to know truth uh, so that we're not just going back into that habit of, I'm going to listen to what pastor says and yeah. believe that that is truth. Um, yeah. And even slipping into these places where, we're falling away from Christ uh, and more into like cultural, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, like the, the common sense of the way the world works, or sometimes right. we look to political answers, or sometimes we look at, we, we try to find that fulfillment in a million different places. If besides God and his word and his, and prayer and his right. people, if we're not careful, yeah. So uh, we've we've basically said this uh, multiple times now, but the three areas that we've narrowed spiritual discipline down to, yeah, are going to be within scripture, prayer, and fellowship. And that's not to say that we're not going to hit on other forms of spiritual discipline, but we've we've kind of like bound them into these three areas. Yeah, I, I believe it's David Mathis also that 
he, he frames them in that way. And I thought it was very helpful because instead of saying like, these are the three disciplines, it's, it's more like these are the three areas or three values that we need to have. We need to be listening to God. We also need to be talking with God. And then we also need to surround ourselves with God's people. Now, basically what he says is, if you keep those three right, that works itself out in a million different creative spiritual disciplines. Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to get in the practice of saying, well, here's how you read your Bible. You get up every day at six o'clock and you open it up and you read for an hour because that doesn't work for everyone. Right. So we kind of want to start big picture and say, here are the things you need to find a place for in your life. But there's a million different ways you could work that out in your actual routines, in your actual habits that you form. And, and, Certainly we'll get into that. Certainly we'll get into, you know, different options or different practical things you can try. But, you know, I know both of us right now are in this season where we have two young kids and that immediately blows a lot of the idealistic plans (laughs) I have had out of the water, right? If I say, hey, I'm going to get up. Even if I say I'm going to get up before the kids up, at, before the kids get up at five thirty and read my Bible, then they'll get up at five. You know, like two days that week, yep. and the, everything goes to crap. So I know that I have to be a little bit more creative, and also I have to be a little less, um, a little less idealistic and a little less legalistic about how I I go about reading my Bible and spending time in prayer. So yeah, we don't want to try to do a one size fits all approach, but we want to encourage you to figure out what works for you because we think these things are indispensable. You can't mm-hmm. you can't do without them. You can't grow in godliness uh unless you really value these three big these three big buckets, these three big areas. Well guys, that is a glimpse uh into our our future. We do want to take some time to talk about some of the upcoming series that we have. Um even talk a little bit about re- reveal a curtain to another podcast that we're opening up. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, just kind of end this episode by giving you a better idea of what is to come. Yeah. So next year, the podcast doesn't change a ton. Um, but we, we are going into it knowing that this is the thing that's fueling what we talk about from now on. Yeah. So we're, so we're actually going to do a series. I think you may have already said this, do a series on spiritual disciplines. We're going to work through those big buckets that I talked about, but then we'll also go through some more books of the Bible. I, I'm pretty sure at this point we're going to spend a number of weeks in Hebrews, a number of weeks in Joshua, kind of mix up the new and the old Testament and that's all in the name of making sure we're consistent in our Bible reading. And it's not that those podcasts have to be the way you engage with the Bible, but we want to we want to provide you with other, with extra resources yeah. that could help you understand those books better if you are reading through them or if you choose to take some time to study them with us, uh, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to dig through those. I've already started doing some of the study on that. And yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Now, I mentioned this just a little bit ago, but we also have another podcast that's going to be coming out. We're, we're still yeah. in 
the production or pre-production phases of it. Um, but it's going to be really cool. If you guys followed us at all when we were doing our challenge where Tanner and I ended up <laughs> both having mustaches for a little while, uh, we <laughs> yeah. had our, our, our T-shirts that we were putting out. The, the whole purpose behind that was raising funds to be able to do this podcast on church planting, which is going to be awesome. Uh, it's already been really cool to see what's coming together. Tanner's been taking some trips already, talking with a handful yeah. of churches, and man, I'm excited to see what comes of it. Yeah, so I will say, after you listen to us talk about spiritual disciplines for half an hour, it may be like, okay, hold on, but you're doing a, you're doing, you're doing a <laughs> series on church planting, which you're not wrong to think that. The way we see this story, and first of all, we've been working on it for a while. So we were kind of doing that in tandem with all this other stuff continuing to take shape. But again, we're still really passionate about the church. We're still really passionate about church planting. And we think that there's a good opportunity to show what that is really like uh, through these interviews with different church plants and different phases of that process, um, through real stories, getting to experience God moving and working in these different communities as a result of the faithfulness of people just showing up and serving and doing whatever they need to do um, to bring the gospel to their community. So, Yes, it's a little bit different than what we've talked about, but we're really excited about it. And we also think it fits in the sense that for us, it's hitting the audience that we hope to provide these resources to. So again, church plants, we know that staff is volunteers most of the time, and they have a lot of things on their plate. So however we, whatever we can create However, we can come alongside them and help. That's one of the things we're excited about. And we're also excited about people who aren't already in church plants and don't already have a lot of experience with church planting to learn more about that, to figure out how they can help uh, and and to step into that space. So maybe that's the little more... Uh, artistic uh, <laughs> excursion for us of just doing something that's very story-driven uh, that we have a lot of passion about. But yeah, that's going to live alongside this sharper vision that we've crafted over here at Bible and stuff with what we want to do and where we want to go. Yeah, and essentially that vision, we've we've tried to narrow it in and, and give it a more defined mission, uh, like a mission statement for ourselves. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that is helping everyday believers grow closer to Jesus through spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes back to what you said early on. We want to engage the head and the heart. And so no matter how that mission statement may have been tweaked or changed over time, we have always had that help grow closer to Jesus peace. Yeah. Uh, that, at the end of the day, that's our goal is for you to feel like you are, like you have a stronger relationship with Jesus than you have ever had. And so we think one means of doing that one way to grow in that relationship is through spiritual disciplines. And so we want to do that. And we want to do that for everyday normal people. We're not 
over here trying to be academics. We want to we we want to be well researched, and we we don't want to be wrong. Uh, but we're not trying to be smarter than we are. We know that we ourselves have a long way to go, um, but we're inviting you to come alongside us in that journey. Awesome. Well, guys, we're glad that you could join us on this final episode of 2021. We're really looking forward to next year and all of this new this new direction that we're going towards. We hope you guys enjoy this, this new mindset too and that you will grow alongside us. Peace. The Bible and Stuff podcast is a production of Bible and Stuff. We do more than just podcasts, so if you want to know more about something we've covered on the show, just visit our website at bibleandstuff.com. Our show is hosted by Tanner Britt and Glenn Brand, and our theme music is by The Sing Team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.